Do do do. Hey man, don't start that shit. No branding. No branding. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers are so lame, bro. Niggas is censoring themselves. Censoring like a motherfucker. Just say fuck Joe Biden, bro. Just say it. Who cares? But we're not gonna take it personally. Nah, that nigga saying fuck us. Joe Biden ain't giving a fuck about black people right now. This nigga, bro. And where the fuck is Kamala Harris? Uh, yeah, she's been in my but I really haven't just had attention to politics because I really don't care that much anymore. Yeah, bro, but I'm like, bro. Kamala Harris fucking MIA. Joe Biden, you know what I mean? Passing, passing a lot of shit, but it ain't coming to black people. I think that much. At least he passed the infrastructure bill. Maybe, yeah, I mean that could be a big deal to, to urban communities. For infrastructure, I think a lot of that money's gonna go towards inner cities where we fucking need it. All these fucking potholes in the street. Yeah, hopefully they can uh, subsidize some of that money, uh, that infrastructure money, to help the homeless. Yeah, right. Ah! Hey, go to that seat. <laughs> Look, you can help. We can all hope, bro. You know? See, that's why I'm going to run for president to you. They gonna be like, y'all niggas homeless? That means you ain't been paying taxes. Nigga, <laughs> you ain't been paying <laughs> National tax break. <laughs> like, fuck, bro. <laughs> niggas get tax, tax breaks every year, huh? Yeah. You get a tax break every year, B. These motherfuckers is, is so, so fucking petty and greedy. I'm surprised they ain't walking around and one motherfuckers is begging for money with the cup. They just come and take like 50 cents out of that shit. Just to get their money. Get that shit out of here. What's wrong with y'all? Out of here. Yeah, that shit would be kind of kind of petty, but it, the United States is known for petty shit. Yep, the petty thugs. What happened to them uh, raising taxes on the rich? That was supposed to be like a big, big part of the platform was raising taxes on the uh, the one percent and lessening taxes on the you know the middle income people. Yeah, bro, you know what I heard though. I heard that, like, the, the president before Reagan, like Eisenhower and shit, he was taxing the fuck out the rich. If you made over, like, fucking, um, back then, it was like, you made over, uh, was it 60K or something like that? He was, taxing, he was He was trying to tax 100% of your shit. Then he changed it to 75% to people that made over 100K, bruh. Them niggas was taxing the fuck out the rich back in the day. Tell Reagan. 60K? Bruh, 60K. Well, I guess that was a lot of money. Like, if you, uh, if you look at inflation and everything on a dollar, yeah. probably, like, making $200,000 now, making 60K back in 1960. But I think it would have been so trash to be rich, like, in the 1800s and early 1900s, bruh. Yeah, you had like, nothing like, what the fuck you gonna do with your money, nigga? Buy another jalopy? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> He's gonna buy a whole HD window, nigga. Window <laughs> HD, nigga. Crystal clear on you bitches. Nigga, you splurge a little bit and buy three sacks of potatoes instead of one. 
Yeah, bro. <laughs> nah, dude. Who wasn't even slapping back then? Like, it wasn't in season. All these seasons wasn't even in the United States at that point. We started importing importing seasonings from over from everywhere else. Cause we ain't had no fucking seasonings here. That's why white people don't use seasonings. Yeah. They didn't even start with the shit. These motherfuckers just be boiling everything, bruh. Boil it, nigga! Boil chicken! Boil it! Yes, yes, sir, we are starting on time. We are Consistent week by week. That's our strong suit is consistency, alright? Yeah. <laughs> hey, boiled eggs are fucking gross. No, they're not. They're fucking fire, bro. They're terrible. You're a fire. I don't know what they're you're terrible. talking about, man. Boiled eggs. What egg. up, people? Hey, drop that uh drop that motherfucking beat, bro. Oh shit. Oh shit. Drop the intro early. We starting on time with everything, okay? Ooh, shit. Boiled eggs, boiled eggs, boiled eggs, boiled eggs. What? What you got against boiled eggs, man? They gross. They suck. They don't taste good. No, you toss some hot sauce in them, motherfuckers. Fire. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we proudly present to you another episode of a great show. I am Frank, also known as Tank. Hey, I'm Magic, also known as Kamal. And this is the motherfucking Magic Think Tank podcast, episode number 3131. Give me some gunshots, all of that shit. Hell yeah. 30 fucking one, bro. 31 motherfucking episodes. Seems like we just started yesterday, but it's funny how time flies when you are having fun. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we are presented to you by Comfort City Mechanical Inc., your HVAC and plumbing specialist for San Diego, California. Sure. Also, we are uh, brought to you by First Place Loser <laughs> Quality Garment Line. All right, get your quality garments today if you haven't already done so. And last but not least, we are also brought to you by Triple Seven Clothing, available on Amazon.com. Go ahead and grab your UFO Hades Club shirt today if you haven't already grabbed one. Now, Magic, where can they find us? Look, man, on YouTube. All you got to do is type in Kamar Johnson ENT. But I ain't going to tell you what to do. Too. Look, at YouTube been around since 05, February motherfucking 14. 14th. Valentine's Day. Look, at y'all right. know what to do. But for my potters out there, look, at we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, and we're on SoundCloud. All you got to do is type in Kamar Johnson ENT or the Magic Think Tank Podcast. Bow, we pop right the fuck up. Hey, and also, if you look at the bottom of the screen, you'll see our socials. But if you are listening via podcast, we are available on Twitter.com at the Magic Think Tank Podcast. Also available at Facebook.com at the Magic Think Tank Podcast. And lastly, we are available on TikTok, your tick and your talks. Um, yeah, at the official Magic Think Tank. Videos. Fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, man. They, 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 they silence us. They, they commuted us to, to a prison sentence. And they heavily... Watch over every post that we upload. However, the brand is strong. We're going to be coming with more uh, more stuff on your socials. Bro, As... you know what I just realized? Bro, we're pot, bro. We're pot. We're pot? prisoners of TikTok. Yeah, oh, man. Oh, oh, oh. 
<laughs> we are. We're definitely prison. Yeah, we're fucking you. You fucking Harry Potter, prisoner of Azkaban, ass nigga. <laughs> and I said, oh, I and I said, Azkaban, not Azkaban, Azkaban. <laughs> God damn. Oh my God, how's your day, my brother? How's it going? Man, my day cold, bro. You know, my fantasy. You know, doing one league, eh, another league. I had a. Patriots defense, 28 motherfucking points. And I got to hang with my bro James today and uh Demps, Nicole. Hey, shout out to y'all and shit. Hung out with hey, who you who you play last week. Um, who did I play last week? Don't matter. I lost. Don't give a damn. Yeah, you played against me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I'll pop right back up into that first place slot. Look, man. So congratulations to me. <laughs> Dallas Cowboys <laughs> defense held me down 24 points. Damn! Damn! I could have been top dog. Hey, that's all right, man. It's week to week at this point, man. We fighting for that top spot. Oh, um, yeah. How's your day, though, brother? Man, every day is a, is a beautiful day when you wake up above ground and you don't wake up six feet under, down under. You know what I'm saying? So um, my, my day is fantastic, man. I, I never complain. I only smile, man. You know? Hell yeah. So, uh... Let's get right into this shit, bro. Bro, I got a slap, though. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, bro. For, for this slap, y'all y'all actually got y'all actually got to see it. Y'all actually got to see it. Y'all ready for this? Hey! Uh. A nigga birthday in three hours. <laughs> Happy birthday to me! When you <laughs> see this, uh, yeah. You, you, since, since you got HBK up there, you doing any 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 heartbreak kid? Uh, any HBK celebrating this weekend, man? Nah, I might uh, I might go to this fucking bonfire tomorrow, but it's because uh, my homegirl, the one I did the uh, the video with, that um, I'm posting with the pictures, yeah, loser. She's moving to fucking um Arizona. So oh, like everybody else, huh? I'm I'm um I'm being a vendor at an event on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Um now something that you just said is, is a very triggering thing for me. You said you're going to a bonfire, right? <laughs> Guys, it is fucking bonfire, not bomb fire. Okay. Bonfire. Hella people. At least. 75% of people that go to bonfires call them bomb fires. It's not bomb okay. it's bon Javi. <laughs> Think of it like that. Bon I mean, I, I, mean I, I guess you could. Uh, you, you could definitely make that correlation. Um, Sarah says, happy early birthday to, the, to yeah, your light skin king. Happy birthday. I'm turning fucking 34. Pointless. Oh my God. (laughs) It's not a pointless year. It's a great year, man. Ray Allen, number 34. Shaquille O'Neal, number 34. Some greats. Some greats donned at number 34, man. So you got to swag it like that. You know what I'm saying? And your boy Tank Ward, number 34, throughout his basketball career as well. So you are in great company. You are in great company at 34, my friend. So I'm glad to see you make it to another year. You're not a statistic. 
You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, where we, where we come from, you know, growing up, it's not as, uh, you know, planned to make it late in life, right? Yeah. So uh, we are de- middle age is considered late age for for our neighborhoods where we grew up in. So um, congratulations on another motherfucking year on this planet, my guy. You feel me, Bert? And that's why I had to play the heartbreak kid. You feel me though? Because like I'm 34, but I look better than a lot of these 20 year olds out here. God damn it. <laughs> Don't hate on my face. <laughs> I'm not, bro. I'm not, bro. Yeah, you cute, man. You cute. You a cute little nigga. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what do you expect me to say to that, dog? You know what I'm saying? You gonna tell me you you look better than somebody? I mean, what? Either I'm gonna a say you ugly or b agree with you. So I mean, it it does. You know, I'm just saying you a cute little boy, man. You're oh, a cute little boy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh shit! Jeez. Oh man! Nah, but, but I, got uh, a, I got a real slap though, for real though, bro. Okay, okay. Slap of the motherfucking week. I've been slapping this album since this shit came out, bro. Uh, fucking Maxo Cream, bro. Weight of the world. We about to slap. Worthless. This whole album is slapping though. Have you heard this? Mm-mm. Okay. Nah, man. This shit got a. It got, bro. It got a bop to it. His songs, bro, good at storytelling. He really talking some real shit, bro. Like, I'm going to play Worthless right now. This nigga got bars, too, bro. I'm telling you. Okay. My back on my gut and my roller. I go to heck in the soul. I do not remember I'm sober. The edits ain't working out worthless. Stop taking Zinnies and Purvis. They trying to figure my purpose. Sipping lean in the skin like detergent. CBS ship, I write me a script. I'm going to go sign it in curse. I'm going Two, three more songs on here that I might play for Slap of the Week. I'm not gonna okay. lie. This album's actually really good. And this was like out of my favorite songs. It's probably the, the least one that I like, but I like all these songs on here. But hey, 
This album smacking, bro. I okay. You listen to it, bro. Y'all right. out there too. Shit, this shit is smacking. I'm you. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Yes, sir. All right. So um <coughs> we're wondering a couple things. Couple a couple uh are you Wonder you know, Man now? Couple, <laughs> couple, so, yeah, Wondering Man, Pondering Man, whatever, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I've been pondering a couple things though. Okay. Right. Ponder man. So, <laughs> so if you work at a Samsung store as a security guard, are you a guardian of the galaxy? I mean, you know, I, 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 I believe you are. I believe you should, you should be proud of that moniker. If you're a security guard at Samsung, that's the only way that I would tell people that I, when it, when people ask me what I do for a living, I, I would proudly stick my chest out and say, "Well, don't you recognize me? I'm a guardian of the galaxy." See. It, it, it flows a lot better than just saying that you are a security official at the mall or whatever the fuck you do, right? No, nah, but them <laughs> niggas be uptight though. Them niggas what? are mad uptight, so they ain't gonna what? try to. Do, they gonna be like, oh, "I ain't saying that shit." They just mad in general. They just be mad. They be having to do a bunch of bullshit all damn day, motherfucker. Right. But if if I got to ride around and motherfucking moped through the mall, that little fucking Segway shit. Maybe yeah. zooming in them all like fucking Paul Blart and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the guardian of the galaxy. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> no. They need to get them something, though, bro. They can't be having them walk around with a flashlight, man. They need to at least get them like a little motherfucking taser. Or, yeah, give them a BB gun. You know what I'm saying? Give, cool. give them something. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to be a guardian of the galaxy, you should you should at least... At the very least, have a weapon to stun someone. You know what I mean? I, I, I think yeah. that no, you give them a, a motherfucking uh, a paintball gun. Ooh, change the game. You know what I'm saying? Change the motherfucking game up, man. You know what I mean? See non-lethal rounds. However, you know what I'm saying? You can scare some people off some <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? And give them like the pepper ball rounds, the ones that are filled with uh, pepper spray. She'll get them niggas a lightsaber. <laughs> Imagine a security guard with a fucking lightsaber. There'll be a bunch of yeah, endless sharp of the bro. galaxy, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Give him a lightsaber. Yeah, real guardian of the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> ping, 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 ping. So, so I was wondering, I was pondering that. And also, you know, just, just a note on, on life in general. So, yeah. babies. When they're, you know, they they're in a in a womb for nine months and they come out, right? Yep. Why the fuck they weren't nine months old when they come out? Hey, we talked about that. You know Remember what I'm we saying? talked about that off no, air. We talked about that shit. We was like, bro, like, why don't why everybody start out at zero? Yeah, bro. No, you should not start out at zero. You gotta count <laughs> that time in a womb. I was on this fucking planet for nine months, and they literally don't even fucking act like that shit exists, bro. Yeah, some people come out early. Some people you know come what I'm out saying? late. Damn, so you can't make the claim for you know. Oh, I, abortions should be illegal because a, a you know a child is you know developed X or Y, yeah. you know after three months, 
<laughs> but then when they come out, say, oh, they zero. Like, they never been here before. Like, you can't, those are opposing arguments. You can't make those same two arguments to me. Yeah, so when a motherfucker come out, they should be nine months old. Yeah. If they come yeah. out at eight months, and they eight months old? Well, yeah, I mean, it would just depend on how long that the, the gestational period has been. You know what I'm saying? When would their birthday be, though? I mean, <laughs> whatever day, whatever day the daddy busts the nut, that's be your birthday. <laughs> Oh my god, it's gonna be a lot of fucked up birthdays. I'll tell you that. Man. I mean, because that's a, that's what the 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 eighth. Hey, I mean, that's literally what a birthday is. I mean, anyways, right? A nut day. Yeah, so birthday's just, a nut day. Yeah, okay. you know what I'm saying? Y'all hear that? Nine months, exactly. Exactly. Thirty four years ago, in nine months. Yeah. Happy nut day for you. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck all that birthday shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? You came out the sack. You came oh out the sack God. 34 years ago in nine months, fam. Congratulations, bro, on being the quickest seaman. <laughs> <laughs> and we ain't talking about niggas on a boat. <laughs> ah, that was oh, so, job title. A seaman. So I just. Speaking of, I mean, this is like off kilter, but since we're on this sub subject, I learned recently from there was an, an, an article in um, a medical review magazine that says that uh, like the egg, we always thought like, oh, the fastest fucking semen that makes it to the egg is the one that gets in. Yeah, that's not fucking true. It's the strongest, ain't it? No. Oh, the, uh the egg actually chooses what semen it wants to let through. Damn. The egg makes the fucking choice. So is that, that is... See? That's, that's fucking cool. wild, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Think about it, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like... Damn. Is that double standards? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's something. Ah! <laughs> Even it's something. Think about because, it. In the womb, the woman right. still be like oh, denied entry into the club, bro. Right, yep. Uh, oh, kind of <laughs> cute. That's where kind of cute. Let him in. That one a little buff. Little all cute in the face, but it's cool. Let that nigga in. Oh, that one got the. That's the money sperm. Nigga come through. Throw some dubs. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Sarah says, I think it's because um, the yeah. baby is still considered a fetus in the womb, and during yeah. the nine months, they're still developing. <clears throat> but a child is still developing once they come out the womb, the womb as well. I mean, imagine if we stayed looking exactly how we look when we come out of the fucking vagina. Yeah, but think about it like this. If you kill a pregnant woman, it's double homicide. It's not just one homicide. Yeah. Oh, exactly. So that means that child was alive at the time. How you know yeah. this, man? Man, I watch a lot of shows. <laughs> I got a lot of like oh, no, nigga. <laughs> useless information in my head that I'll be like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Hey, you ever surprise yourself that you know? Like I do that all the time. Like you know, like my wife will ask me a question, or I'll be like, somebody will ask me a question, and I'm like, I know the fucking answer, but I have no fucking clue of how I know the answer to that shit. Like that shit happens to me all the time. 
to the point where like Ellie's like, like my wife is always asking me like random ass fucking questions. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not a fucking scientist, but she always laughs at me. And she's like, what you fucking know everything. It's like, I know a little bit about fucking a bunch of bullshit and I have no yeah. clue as to where I attained that information for where I acquired that knowledge. Yeah. That shit just be like, cause we, when you like watching a show, a lot of times it'd be from like fucking movies. It's subconscious, man. It's Show subconscious it. learning. Yeah. Like, I don't really get a lot of, like, I do get a lot of knowledge from reading, but, like, bullshit where it's just like, how would you really know that random fucking fact or whatever? It'd be from, like, some wonky show that I watch. Yeah. Nobody else really watching. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm always watching some some shit. Ellie hates, like, my, my shows because she says that they're fucking boring. Right? <laughs> but I like to learn, man. I, I I've always... I've always enjoyed learning. I'm always watching Discovery, Nat Geo. Like right now, I'm on this fucking kick where I watch these. Uh, it's called Life Below Zero. And there's these people that live in Alaska. And, uh, you know, they just live off the fucking land. And I'm like, bro, I could like I could do that shit. But then, like, I'll be kind of thinking about it. I'm like, no, nah, it's way too motherfucking cold. These niggas be going outside. It'd be negative 30 degrees. They outside chopping wood. Like, yeah. yeah, you got to be out- outside your goddamn mind, bro. Yo, we try. White people will go through any lifts to get away from niggas, bro. Yeah. Any lift, nigga. They're like, they're like, I'm iceberg. Yeah, bro. You're gonna live on the thing that Titanic crashed into. You know what I mean? They're gonna set up on a fucking iceberg, bro. They really would, bro, to get away from niggas, bro. And watch it, though. They still need, they, they'll see on the phone, like, look at them niggas right there entertaining the fuck out of us. God damn. Yeah, hey, bro. You know, I, I look at it for survival taxes in case, you know, something happens, some some nuclear winter or some shit, and I got to figure out how to, you know, build a fire, build a house or some shit. You know, I, I, I will take those as, as practice and, yeah. uh, you know, actually be able to use those things. And I don't know if it'll fucking happen, but, you know, I, I like to be prepared and I like to think that I could do whatever they fucking do. Which I probably I, I don't know. Negative thirty is cold as fuck though. You can't you can't get your body used to that shit. Yeah. I guess you fight through it. Fuck it. You'd be like, all right, it's time to grind it out. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, man. Shit, bro. That's what you watching on fucking below zero shit. I, be, I mean what's up? I'll be watching all kinds of fucking like shows like that, bro, where it's just they're talking about I mean, I just like to learn shit, man. I like to Challenge my brain at times, you know. Hell yeah, shit. I'm I'm watching a show called Uptown. What's that about? It's about um no, I said Uptown, <laughs> but I guess it has the same effect. It's called High Town. Oh, <laughs> you know, okay, you, you high, you up. Uh, one, one town, one whatever, nigga. It's all as long as it's towns, nigga. <laughs> towns, the downtown, uptown, left town, right town, don't matter. Fuck it. It's one of them. Why are there so many towns? Why are there so many towns? But that's so fucking true. Why is there so many towns? Downtown, uptown, right town, left town, towny town, the town, that town. Call Anthony Towns. Even a basketball player in town. Shit. Nah, so you uh go ahead now why uh called high time high town it's basically this um 
they in like Boston, the Cape area or whatever. And it's like some, I guess it's a hot spot for like lesbians, I guess. Mm-hmm. And like basically is this. Oh, I think I've seen the commercial for that. Yeah, she's like a detect, like a detective. She's like a fish detective. But then she's moving into trying to be a detective of narcotics and like fucking homicide and shit. Hold on, so she <laughs> she's a lesbian and she's a fish detective. <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> I've been noticing when I've been explaining shows and movies, <laughs> mad, hysterical and mad. <laughs> like whack as hell. Like, why would I want to watch that? It just doesn't sound right at all. But that's what it is, bro. That's what it is. Oh my god, that the, the jokes just write them write themselves for that fucking show. A lesbian fish detective. Wow. I swear it's not a joke. But like it, it's anyway. The writer Rebecca Cutler or whatever. I do have one thing I need to say to you. Maybe a couple. The show, beautifully written. What a fucking storyline. Incredible. Incredible cinematography. That shit is very incredible. Two things, though. One, apparently... Yeah, incredible. (laughs) Apparently, you hate middle-aged white men. I don't know what a middle-aged white man done to you, but you hate them niggas. Because the character that she got as the middle-aged white man detective is losing everything. This nigga going downhill. And then well, if, you, if you want to be honest, for every terrible thing that's ever happened in the world, a middle-aged white man is in the center of it. Yes. Just saying. But not in this show. He <laughs> is the, like, bruh. He did fuck up the department, though. Yeah, I ain't gonna spoil it for y'all, but y'all gotta watch it, though. Oh, and the second thing, Rebecca Color. You got a lot of sex in this goddamn motherfucking show. I'm a guy and I like sex, and I'm even like, goddamn, Tony. You Harris. uncomfortable? Little, yeah. Little you uncomfortable. keep crossing, like crossing your legs and shit when you're watching it. Like, <laughs> a lot of sex going on every ten minutes. I didn't know I was watching X vids with better acting. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's only one fish detective that I could ever give a fuck about, and that's Ace Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, I can never give a fuck about a fish detective. Are you fucking kidding me, nigga? This I'm show gonna... sounds terrible. Bro, okay, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know. It's probably the way you're explaining it because I'm sure it's a lot more intricate than just a chick that's fucking a fish detective. Like she's solving fish crimes because that's what it sounds like to me. Like, <laughs> like there's a fucking there's a fish that's going around like murdering other fish and like leaving like you know evidence behind, and she's like there to solve the case. She's like, you know, she's underwater like Sandy with, you know, from Spongebob with a bubble on her head and she's like fucking questioning all the schools of fish that swim around trying to figure out who the fucking fish murderer is. No, bro. I swear, bro. I, nah, bro. I'm, I'm not explaining it to justice, bro, but I've been noticing I've been doing that when I've been explaining movies and shows. I'll be making them sound like, yo, why does, now I'm putting this out loud, is it good? Is this good? <laughs> you know, good whatever show you watch is good, bro. Like, if you watch it, it's good. You know, I mean, it, it is what it is. Like, I so I uh, I spent time watching Lucifer on Netflix, right? Yeah, the show's fucking terrible. Yeah, it's, it's fucking terrible. It's a terrible what? show. The acting 
it is not great. The writing is not good. It's oh. fucking predictable. Yeah. You know, it's 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 corny as fuck. But I was dedicated, and I was like, I'm going to fucking finish this show. I started it, and I have a history of starting shows and not finishing them. So I sat there and watched six fucking episodes of Lucifer. And did I hate it? Yes. But did I enjoy it? Yeah, I did, kind of. You know what I mean? So we all do that. We watch some terrible shows sometimes because we want to figure out what they, what it's going to lead to. But it's not bad, though. I'm just explaining it bad. I'm giving you, like, the short version, like the clip notes. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's apparently there's a, a fucking grouper that's been going around murdering people. And, uh, <laughs> you no! know, somebody's questioning all the clownfish and it has to be the fish detective. Uh, oh, so Ellie wants to know what age is middle age and are we middle age? The answer is absolutely. We are a middle age. Yes, yeah. we are. I think middle once age. you hit like 30 years old, um, you're considered middle age. Uh Oh, Technically, it's... fifty is middle age, but we are really living to be a hundred. I don't think so. With all the fucking you know bullshit they spray in the air and the shit in the water and viruses, I, I think that that you know it is ticking up. You know how long we're able to live with modern medicine, right? But typically, the typical age of, of you know living is probably like around 70, 75 between those two. So probably like you know, between 35 and, you know, 40 is, is your middle age. But I I would consider if you're 30, you're fucking middle age at this point. Cause after yeah. you, after 60, you just wash basically. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> middle age sound like a, some, like a play. Somebody should write a play called middle age. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's books and plays and all kinds of shit called middle age. Middle age. You know, <laughs> it, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful place to be. I, I can tell you one thing, like, like being in your thirties is a, is a great, you know, <laughs> middle ground for like functionality. Cause you could still, you know, be relatively, you know, mobile and everything and still, you know, do things, but you know, it's a, it's a crossing with wisdom and education, right? So you gain a certain amount of fucking wisdom, you know, into your thirties that you didn't have in your twenties, but you still feel if you're, you know, have taken care of yourself, you still feel relatively young. So to me, like that middle age at 30 to 40, you know, 45 age is probably the best time before your body really starts to deteriorate. Yeah. Kiwi said, I'll say 35 to 40 middle age by 50 used to be middle age. <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> hey, you need to go <laughs> Kiwi on make sure he's not having a seizure right now because I don't, I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. <laughs> You know you ain't even smoking what I've been smoking, bro. <laughs> nigga, nigga out there with the Native Americans smoking peyote. What? <laughs> we love you, Kimi. I forgot the butt. Okay, the but <laughs> get in the butts, bro. But but fifty used to be middle age. Look, I don't understand. Like, at what point in time were people living to a hundred? Like, statistically, you know, consistently. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I think that you know, like fucking back in the fifties and sixties. Motherfuckers, was, this nigga, this was the end. Like, motherfuckers was dying for, at 40 from being in the fucking coal mines and shit. Mm-hmm. And from painting the walls with all kinds of lead-based paint and smoking cigarettes on the airplane. Like, these, was, these motherfuckers was in poverty back then, and they didn't even know it. They thought they were living through the best times. Y'all motherfuckers was living through the absolute fucking worst times. Do you know the worst times was the 20s? The as, as, far as, as, as far as what? Just living like living wise in America. Was like, niggas was niggas been in the Great Depression forever. 
I get it. It was just bad for the white people. They're they're writing yeah. this shit down. It was bad for them, nigga. We were already in poverty at that point. We were already like, depressed. yeah, yeah, we, we were, were already depressed. And, and, and I, depressed. And, yeah, and, and then our mom is still telling us to press them dishes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We was we was already in a fucking great depression. You know what I mean? So <laughs> and we ain't kill ourselves. We ain't jump off a building, nigga. It's just it was a state of reality for us. You know, once once the you know the middle aged fragile whites. You know, we're we're in the same position as we were. They, you know, off themselves and all kinds of shit. Nigga, grow some potatoes and grow the fuck up, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Eat some boiled eggs and boiled potatoes, nigga. Get some chickens. You'd be fine. <laughs> Yo, they were fucking <laughs> strong diving off the fucking buildings and shit because they lost their fortune. It's like nigga. Kiwi says hypothetically speaking, people were living to a hundred in the Bible days. Yeah, there was a whole lot of shit happening in the Bible. You got to really get, remember get to that. He said LOL, which means ha 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean, what the, LOL means. It means Methuselah ha, lived to like 900 or some shit, right? It's supposed to be the longest living human. I, I, I wonder if they were living <laughs> using the record. The the <laughs> Bro, it's ugly as fuck. Not like, Medusa, nigga. Methuselah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Imagine like seeing fucking Medusa. Your your last words would be like, "Well, goddamn, this bitch ugly." And you cover your fucking face, <laughs> fucking turn the stone. Ah, <laughs> ah, makeup. Ah, first Maybelline. Ah, yeah. Makeup in the Bible days for sure. Nobody ever just considered putting a wig on her. Like it would be, it would have been very easy to overcome that. Just put a wig on her, put a fucking shower cap on her head, and tan them snakes. <laughs> Niggas wasn't thinking. All they thought was ass and titties, and was like, oh, hubble, hubble, hubble. Oh. See the fucking snake, bitch. Fuck. Hey, man. Oh my god, bro! You got you got some you got some uh, some tweets for me? Yes. Before we get into the article, do I? The tweets I see. The tweets I Sarah see. Sarah says in 1977, Roger Hall made a comedy called Middle Age Spread. Where? What? Whoa, 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 what? And I said, comedy called Middle Age Spread? That shit probably weak as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's weak, bro. That shit garbage. If your name Roger, you're not making great movies. Yeah, Roger Hall. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably actually really good. I'm gonna watch that shit. Watch, see how that nah. shit. Goes. Let's get. They wasn't. Oh, they wasn't making no content back then, bro. Shit was ass. Shit was weak. <laughs> yeah. All right. <coughs> this is from I at OG Pixel Two, and it reads: DM her. She probably already want to fuck you. Anyway, but waiting on you to speak up. You'd be surprised. I don't know why I'm reading like a robot. I don't know. You literally sound like a fucking bot right now, nigga. I was about to check to make sure. I was about to call you to make sure this was you and you ain't fucking put a robot on this shit to read for you. Oh, like, bro, why I'm reading like a bot, bro? It's the way this shit's structured. It's like a bot would write this. Oops. And it says, this nigga named Doo-Doo. <laughs> At 
the doo doo day. It reads, bro. I took your advice, and now she posted screenshots on the timeline, and six niggas jumping. <laughs> Six niggas is jumping in for shooting his shot, bro. Yep. I don't know. I I, I mean, look, look. I, I would say this: shoot your shot, right? But you have to make sure she's available to fucking shoot your shot. Like, don't shoot your fucking shot at somebody you know that's in a relationship. Then you go get your ass beat. You know, if, if you're dealing with a real one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on, Doodle J. Hey, yeah. Doodle J, bro. Doodle J, you 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 look, got man. to do better. Yeah, you got to do better, my brother. You know what I'm saying? All power and love, peace and prosperity to you, fam. Yeah. However, I need you to uh, to really think these things through. Shoot your shot, but make sure a shot so you don't get shot at your ass if you uh, if you hit these females up, man. So that's the, that, that's the, that's my advice for you. Hopefully, you're still alive and well um, to hear this once we tag you on Twitter. Um, but yeah, man, continue to shoot your shot. Don't let this one failure. Yeah be the blueprint for your life because then you're just going to settle for whoever. Settle for so, that. Damn. So keep striving and staying alive in, or whatever. Oh. <laughs> like, uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson. <laughs> Look at this other tweet, bro. What you got? Ah, bye, mer. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I'm going to read this one. I'm going to read this one. So it's I hear fucking- me. To Mr. Fucking Robot. So, so this is this is by Murr or at Hold Up Murr. <laughs> Said I saw two blind niggas fight, so I yelled, "He got a knife!" And they both ran away. <laughs> oh my god! Got a lot of retweets. Bro, how you be like? Look, I, I I guess you could talk words to anybody, but how you even like get into an altercation with somebody else that's blind? Like, how does that fucking work out, fam? I mean, you could say they wasn't seeing eye to eye, right? That's that's a very easy thing to say. Ultra bad joke. <laughs> yeah, dad. No, they they come once you're a dad, you and you download the data from from being a dad. <laughs> that automatic, so the dad jokes automatically fly, man. You'll you'll get them. You'll get them. Don't worry about it, man. Yeah. Um. But how you like? You can't fight a nigga if you if both y'all blind. Like how how you doing that? Well, they attitude like stink meaner though. Well, hey, yeah, stink stink meaner was whooping ass. Yeah. <laughs> so two blind niggas like stink meaner come together. It's gonna be some motherfucking fight. Yeah, it's gonna be some furniture moving <laughs> for sure. But the, he got a knife. Shit, y'all be dangerous, man. Just a blind nigga in a knife fight. Two blind niggas in a knife fight. Be... <laughs> Yo, stabbing everybody, nigga. Everybody <laughs> stabbed up. Yeah, for real, stab themselves, bro. Bro, that should be wild, bro. I I just found that that tweet to be highly funny, bro. Hey, look at bro. I got one more thing to show y'all, bro. It ain't even a tweet, bro. But I did see this on Twitter. Ultra security, nigga, bro. <laughs> I did. I, I seen that shit too. Now look for y'all, for y'all out there that's that uh, are listening via podcast. This, this is a this is a, a a black man. He looks like the dude from The Wire that just recently passed away. I, I I don't remember what his actual name is, right? 
Um, but this man is taking his job very seriously. So he has a trench coat on first. He has a, he has the hammer in his hand, right? Then he has a waistband. The waistband he has an axe. He has several knives, several guns. It, it, this man looks like Blade. He is ready for the for the uh, vampire apocalypse, and he is an actual real security guard. I don't know what he's securing, but that motherfucker is secured. I can tell you that right now. Nigga securing the gates to hell or something. <laughs> you see that bar? That bar look like shit. <laughs> that, that motherfucker better hope he don't slip and fall. He's dead. Yeah. He's gonna shoot himself fifty times, stab himself, and chop his body in half with that goddamn axe if he trips up and falls. All you gotta do is push this nigga. Hey, <laughs> you know that nigga voice sound like Jerome from Martin? It probably do. <laughs> All right now. All right now. Security in the building. All right now. Securitize your ass, nigga. There's, there's no way he has training in all of those things. There's no way he's he's properly trained in axe throwing and samurai sword swinging. There's no way you train for both of those things. Yes, Kiwi, that is a samurai sword on his hip. He has every weapon you can imagine. Oh, yeah. he, has some, he has some shit from fucking 007. Motherfucker probably got the Inspector Gadget watch on. The gun probably pop out his wristwatch. <laughs> Y'all did his the coup de gras for me though are, are the knee pads, bro. Like, what is going on? Like, he really thinks he's gonna really be getting into some Call of Duty shit. He got the fucking, he got the motherfucking uh, uh, Fortnite, Fortnite pistol. Yeah, bro. Motherfucker got a, a revolver, bro. Here you, here you, fucking revolver. Long as shit. Gun dragging on the goddamn floor, bro. God damn, boy, light his ass <laughs> up, bro. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, that's that's a, that's unfortunate. But hey, he probably fucking works at Samsung. It's probably a guardian, a guardian of the galaxy. galaxy. That's their fucking get up. That's what they supposed to wear. Yeah, bro, you fucking right. Oh, shit. He's taking that completely one hundred percent serious, bro. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> I told you security be mad serious. But bro, like I'm kind of jealous. Like people like that, right? Like that whole like believe in something that is pretty much insignificant, but they believe in it so wholeheartedly that they dedicate their entire lives to it, right? Uh, Rick Grimes walking dead ass gun. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, I, I can admire his dedication that he has to securing something that he probably has no monetary interest in gaining. He just enjoys his job so much and takes it so seriously. You know what I'm saying? It's like a... I, I can't I can't believe in anything that much. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if I'm a like I don't want to secure anything that bad. Like I would be a terrible security guard because I'd be like, just go ahead and take it, bro. Like I don't care. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> like I, it doesn't matter to me. I would get fired immediately because I, I would not care. I'm not about to fucking try to fight somebody or die over a goddamn fucking cell phone or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like not gonna happen. Bar though. Like what the fuck? And everybody gonna be looking at me for protection? Nah, fam. 
Y'all got the wrong one, bro. Well, <laughs> like, yeah, y'all can fight for this shit. I'm not. Bruh. <laughs> this is my job right here. I'm calling 911. <laughs> That's Hello? it. Yeah, we got niggas fighting. Yeah. <laughs> There's two blind niggas in here fighting. One of them got a knife. <laughs> nah, but them niggas be thrown off that shit, bro. We've been around in bars and security be hyped up to fucking fight. Yeah, the little dick energy, yeah. It's like, nigga, y'all not fucking Captain fucking America, niggas? Yeah. Y'all bar America. Yeah, bro. You're a doorman at a bar, dog. They, that like that's that's observe and report ass niggas. Yeah, that's right, you. <laughs> that's your only fucking job. Observe and report. And that'd be me. Observe and report. I'll be writing a report while the nigga robbing the place. <laughs> like, go ahead and take it. I just need to report what you stole. That's <laughs> they observe and report. Observe and report ass niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like. Come on, bro. Uh, like I said, if, if I was like, you know, those people that secure buildings or whatever and stuff overnight, and I see yeah. some shit popping off, like, I'm just going to go the other direction. Yeah. I'm just gonna be like, oh, I didn't see that shit, bro. My bad. I didn't right. even know somebody broke into this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. This is fucking hilarious. Fucking hilarious. All right, man. Let's, uh, right. let's, let's get let, drop, drop, drop that, drop that, drop that beat. Drop the beat. Hold on, bro. Am I blind as fuck? Where the fuck is it at? Damn, I'm fucking. Where the fuck is this shit at? <laughs> bro, you. There we go. Yo! <laughs> Did you just put those gunshots? You add the gunshots to it? <laughs> I just put it because I figured out how I could play two sounds at the same time. So I just toot, toot, toot. You feel me? Kiwi says, hey, that's all I do. I do security. I get dubbed uh, to observe and report shit. Ain't nothing worth it in my life. Fuck it. <laughs> I just watch cameras. Hey, bro, that would be me completely 100%. Bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, he doing some shit over there. That's it. That's it. That's what my report say. He doing some shit over there. Doing some shit, bro. Hey, before we read any articles, gotta show, gotta show this, bro. Look at this nigga, John Gruden. Just wanted to do the headline. Read that out, bro. Me. Read that bro, out. So, former Raiders coach John Gruden files lawsuit against NFL commissioner Roger Goodell. Mm, mm, mm. And well, I'm, it's 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 comma com, com, commissioner Roger Goodell for defamation. He's he's basically saying in that yeah. now. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm glad you brought this because that's the biggest load of bullshit I've ever seen in my life. This motherfucker comes out with the wildest racist shit he's going to say, talking about gays, call Roger Goodell, all kinds of fucking names, you know, that I won't say um, because it's not politically politically correct to say those things um, in 2021. However, um, you know, he says all of that shit and he expects them to hold it, withhold that information. Like, no, bro. Like, the NFL, that is, they own those emails. Like, yeah. it was on the company servers. They can release whatever information that they want from their property. You used their property to make false accusations towards um, the commissioner of the NFL and to say racist shit towards, you know, a bunch of different people, including Bruce Allen of the Washington football team, you know, about, about, you know, a bunch of it's you know sending news and of uh, cheerleaders and all kinds of shit, bro. Like they can't just fire John Gruden. They can't just fucking fire him and not tell us why why they're firing him for. Yeah, 
You know what I'm saying? Like, he was just released. Like, no, there's no problems when, you know, a player's information gets out about domestic violence or some shit, you know, or drug use or, you know, uh, fucking, you know, Aaron Rodgers with the COVID shit. Like, they talk about all of everybody's personal business in the NFL, and nobody ever comes out with bullshit. But <coughs> this man thinks he should have the right to say those racist things and it not be leaked out into the world. Like, no, he should not be able to get another job if he has those outlooks on people. You know what I mean? Because right. if you're making personnel decisions and hiring and firing people, if race is in any way, sort of form, you know, a part of that equation that you make, then you're not going to be hiring the right people for the job. So why would somebody want to give you that opportunity? They need to know what type of person that they're dealing with. So fuck all the way off, John Gruden. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be watching this case uh, closely because uh, what if John Gruden wins? <laughs> I mean, look, Damn! when when white men win things, it doesn't surprise me. So it could be one. Uh, I'm thinking that he's going against NFL money and some of the best lawyers that money can buy. So I'm not believing that he's able to actually win that suit for defamation for just putting out facts. Typically, defamation is information that is made up. Right. So that's a defamation claim. Oh, you're soiling my name by making up negative, you know, testimony about me and my actions. Yeah. Right. So that's typical. They just told facts. They just released the actual information. You can't sue anybody on, on, you know, facts, displaying facts like that. That should be bullshit. But this is America. Anything's possible. Like you said, it's possible that he wins. Hey, that's the that's the motherfucker Trump card. Yeah. (laughs) Literally and figuratively, hey, yes. Bro, white people do that, especially white men. Mm-hmm. Last resort. All right, get the law involved. Yeah. And they're so oh, surprised yeah. when the law's not on their side. I, yeah. I don't think they. I, I don't think they win. He wins this. I think that this doesn't even go to court. Um, I think he has to do this to try to save face for his yeah. name because he's never going to get another job in football. <laughs> well, he might. I mean, he probably will be the next head coach for like Alabama or Tennessee or some shit, yeah, right? He might. Yep. But but as far as the NFL goes and professional football and the the successful broadcasting career he had from covering the NFL before, oh, uh, you know, what I mean, right. all that's over. So so that monetary gain is over. <laughs> so now he's going to have to fucking write a tell all book or some shit. Man. Do what everybody else do. Write a book, you know, make some millions off of that and shut the fuck up and go in the corner and cry to yourself. Yeah. Tell all book like Brittany Reiner. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm Damn. Oh, shit. But all right, man. So. Let's get to your article first. All right, let's get it. And then we get into mine uh after. So oh, damn. Click that off. Y'all see that? So this this article is from uh the Daily Mail. Um it says eight US state attorney general launched probe into Facebook for promoting Instagram to children, despite knowing about the harm to their mental health, including depression, eating depression eating disorders and even suicide so i'm just going to read the the bullet points here that basically break down the whole article i enjoy the fact that the daily mail does that for us people that are uh very uh short with short 
short attention span people, you know what I mean, that don't want to read a whole fucking article. They just break it down into bullet points. So a bipartisan coalition of eight state attorney generals opened an investigation to Facebook for promoting Instagram to children despite potential harms. Says they uh, has failed to protect young people on this platform and instead chose to ignore or in some cases double down on no manipulation, said A.G. <laughs> Meta fired back. So Meta's Facebook's uh, parent company now, right? So Meta fired back at the probe saying the allegations were untrue and that it's worked to protect youth online. In a statement, a spokesperson for the company said these accusations demonstrate a deep misunderstanding of facts. Leaked internal research showed that Facebook was aware that using Instagram is associated with risks for physical and mental health on young people. The tech giants changed its parent company name to Meta in October as it sought to move past the wave of scandals to focus on virtual reality vision. Mm. All right. So um, basically, these companies are suing social media platforms Um for not deterring kids from using that platform, I guess. This is a bunch of bullshit, all right? Now, I, I agree that social media is fucking terrible, right? It is. It's, but it's also fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Facebook was literally the reason why countries were able to galvanize people to overthrow governmental regimes and start democracies and companies. That happened literally on fucking Facebook, right? Facebook also allows you to see people you don't get to see often, to understand the things that are going on in their lives, to connect with family, um, to connect with friends, um, you know, and to just feel like, you know, especially during the pandemic, social media was, was basically holding hands for us, right? So we were still able to have access to all of these people and it was much needed. I'm sure it prevented as much suicide as they're saying that it created to have those people, you know, to help each other. But mm-hmm. the question I want to feel to you is what do you think, if anything, social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever you may have, what do you think that they should be doing in order to prevent things like, you know, depression in, in young children? Or, or whatnot from being, you know, bullied online. We got bullied face-to-face, right? Yeah, we just, you know, if you if you were going to get bullied in the hood, you just got bullied. A nigga was going to tell you what it was face-to-face and clown you for your, your shoes, your hat, your clothes. But now they're doing it virtually online. So what is your thought process on what can be done to regulate this if you think anything should be done? And then also, how much is too much? Be honest, bro. Nothing can be done. That's the point of the fucking internet. You can't regulate it. I'm yeah. sorry. You have a social media platform. You got to deal with it. You sign up for the shit. You know how the shit go. We get, there's no is no regulation of fucking bullying or no shit like that. They can regulate misinformation. They can most definitely do that. Yeah. Get into it and shit. But somebody bullying you. There's bullies all over the fucking world. Yeah. You know how you stop a bully? We had to stop him by fucking whooping ass. Yeah. It was face to face. They digitally bullying you. Talk some shit back. I'm sorry. You gotta you have to. Like that's the only way to stop a bully. To me, there's an off button on the internet, right? Yeah. That's you can just literally close down the application and you don't have to fucking worry about it anymore. 
True. Right. But some of these people be using their social media for like work and try to do certain things that make like, you know, that and they be like, oh. But they're talking about the youth. The youth just use social media as an outlet to, you know, either have fun, you know, that's where they get their news and information from, their current event type of information from. Um, they go in there to, to, to talk, talk shit. Um, most of these fucking kids, to be honest with you, have an avatar, you know, of some random person that's not them, and they're hiding behind this avatar of a professional football player or basketball player or baseball or player. Anime. You're an anime character. You don't even know what they look like or who they are for the most part, right? So they have that ability to be able to, to hide themselves. Um, anytime you're dealing in a group situation, whether it be, you know, on a phone, like we used to do when we were kids, you have like everybody three way in on a phone call or, um, a bunch of kids that actually physically get together or a bunch of kids that, you know, do, you know, uh, FaceTime each, like they're going to clown each other. That's just part of the adolescent experience. Right. So there's, there's no physical harm in social media. No physical harm in social media. Now, there are kids that unfortunately are going to do things and take things to the extreme because they're emotionally unstable. But that's a whole nother bucket. And the parents have to recognize that. That's what we have to get back to, you know, societal, you know, as a society is actually going back to actually parenting your kids and saying, okay, you're on Facebook too much. You're on Twitter too much. You're on Instagram too much. It, that's why you're sad. You know what? Let me remove that from your life. And if you actually need help, let's get you some help. Like, let's go back to actually fucking being parents. The parents have control over what their kids are doing. It's just like when we were young, they were trying to blame violence on, you know, gangster rap. Right? Yeah, but can I interject? Yeah, go ahead. The, the parents are being fucking depressed because of social media also. Yeah. Be real, like they caught in the fucking cycle. Social media is not real, and it's <laughs> like it's not like, a real place. Like like fucking Dave Chappelle said. Apparently, I'm getting dragged on Twitter, but I don't give a fuck because Twitter is not a real place. So it's literally the same fucking thing for every social media platform. These places, this is not real places. Hmm. I just think. The bullying aspect when it comes to the social medias, and maybe I'm taking more of a harsh stance, but it's like, it's like, bro, we all been kids before. Mm-hmm. We know how kids are. There, yeah. there are kids that bully other kids. You know why? Because you have adults that either one condone this behavior or two the motherfucker is bullying because they're going through shit at the crib Mm -hmm. or shit with their fam yeah it's usually a compound situation like you're using social media as sort of escapism i think that's what you're saying right yeah so you, you they're using social media to escape and then they're going to this land that they think is a real place basically which really is just fucking random words being thrown around the world basically um but yeah it's yeah, so so they're using that, and obviously once they go there, and it's not the best result over there as well, then that's what leads to them, you know, doing self harm and being depressed. Or whatever. But also, how I look at it too is like the uh, the uh, the bully doesn't change. 
Yeah. Now you bullying online. Yeah. The motherfucking kid back then that probably never probably would have bullied anybody. He probably been outside hooping or playing sports. Yes, the funny kid. Or yeah, the funny kid. We all know the funny dude in class, bro. Like the funny dude in class that can't really fight or nothing, but he just hella funny, so people leave him alone. It'd be that. I'm saying. Or at but also what I'm thinking, it could be the kid. Like bullies come in all shapes and sizes. It could be the kid that back then he probably would have been getting bullied. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, he got social media. He might get bullied in real life. Yeah, but the dynamic has completely changed, like between what's cool and what's socially acceptable as to what was cool and socially acceptable when we were children as well. Right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that whole thing has changed. So Sarah says, but why are parents allowing their children to use social media and supervise? You know what? I would say that it it probably comes. I mean, you're not going to be sitting right next to your teenage Uh kid while they're on social media. It's just like, whatever. Like you, a lot of these parents, to be honest with you, don't pay attention to their kids. They don't know their children. Here. Yep. iPad. Yeah. Get out of my face. Certain age. And it's her age. The kids like, I know how to use this shit better than you. Oh, you mm-hmm. think I'm doing this shit? Yeah, on, bro, we we been kids too. We know how to maneuver uh, uh, around a parent. Yeah. Like yeah, the younger generation definitely. Um, they know what they're doing. They'll do that shit on purpose. They're smart enough to know if I bother my parents enough, they're just gonna tell me to get out their face and give me their phone or tell me to go and you know do some shit on the internet. And then I, I can you know I can do whatever. So I would say I would say there needs to be a level of supervision. Absolutely. And that's just, it's just tough, man. It's like right now, you know, when we were younger, obviously it was easier for our parents to keep us away from shit because everything you had to physically be there. Right. We didn't have that attachment that, that is there now. So you could, you know, protect your, you know, uh, your kids from watching, you know, some unsavory shit on, you know, on the TV. Right. Or, you know, watching like a sex scene or something like that, unless they, you know, Turning on the spice channel at the in the middle of the night and kept flipping the channel back and forth so they could see a titty and, and everything every now and then. But uh, <laughs> but but you you had that ability to be able to kind of uh you know navigate and you know what you wanted your kid to see and now you really can't you can't you know so you know apart from not letting them use social media at all which can be catastrophic for kids too because they still need that connection in a world where we don't physically go outside anymore. Like, like we did when we were children. So it's, it's a tough, I, I don't, I don't know what the, the exact answer is, but I know that the answer is not blaming the platform for children going on there and, you know, ha- having a place to, um, you know, to, to come together, you know, you, you choose what your engagements are going to be on there. Do you, tr- you know what I mean? So you can block people. You know, yeah. <laughs> like we couldn't, you couldn't block a nigga in your class that was throwing, you know, spitballs at your fucking head. Fucking pencils. <laughs> yeah, uh. you could, you couldn't block that shit. When we were kids, but I think that's what made us a little tougher skin. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, maybe it's not the right thing that that we had to grow up like that. You know what I'm saying? But it made us have the ability to be able to to recognize shit. You know, recognize patterns. And uh, you know, get out of situations we don't want to be in. Yeah, and the fucking shit happened. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I'm not blaming no fucking social social media platform when it comes to that shit. Yeah, 
I'm not. And I'm why these fucking I blame environment? Like, yeah, a bully is a bully no matter where they're gonna be at, online, offline, don't fucking matter. The trick to stopping kids from bullying your kids is to have an open fucking dialogue with your child. Actually, have conversations with them every day. Every day, my daughter gets out of school and ride home. We're talking about what happened in school today. You know, and she tells me, and this will never end. I'm always talking to her. I'm always, because I want those lines of communications to always be there. I would just go in my daughter's room and just hang out with her. You know what I'm saying? Just lay in bed and just have conversations with her because I want her to, you know, when some shit goes down, I want her to be able to come to me and talk to me about shit. And that's the groundwork you have to lay. This is not like back in the day where the TV could raise your kid and the kid would be virtually okay because TV was tame back then. Now with the TV and internet and all that, you have to be in a, play an integral role in raising your kid. You have to be there. You have to be open. You have to be open to questions that your kids are going to ask you, you know, or situations that your kids are going to be in. And you have to play that fine line between being judgmental and being a, a, a person that can be a confidant for your kid, man. And it's tough. But that's what you sign up for when you have kids, man, in, in you know, this day and age. Yep, that's what you, you signed up when you sign up for nut day. Yeah, when, um, you, had, when yeah. you had that nut day, that's what you signed up for. Sign up for good old nut day. <laughs> All right, bro, let's get, into, uh, let's get into my article. Yes, sir. You feel me? Look at this, y'all. Look at this. Sesame Street. Unveils new Muppet to fight racism. Oh my God! How wow. did I not see this? Wow! What's the new They're changing for? America. Yep, and it reads: the landmark children's show Sesame Street is introducing its first Asian. He never had an Asian American Muppet. <laughs> I guess so. What? Wait a wait a minute. The landmark of Sesame Street is introducing the first Asian American Muppet this month. A seven-year-old girl named Jean Young. Jean Young edition is the cast as part of the educational organization behind Sesame Street. Sesame workshops, racial justice, innovative coming together. Sesame Street has tackled race before. When? In earlier this year, the show explained the concept of melanin to his young audience. Y'all haven't been doing that? No, they they have been. I mean, Sesame Street's always touched on these things. Is there a black character in Sesame Street? Yeah, like a, a black Muppet. Is this the Asian character? Cause she's yeah. Spanish. <laughs> yeah, she does. She yeah, <laughs> she's definitely giving heavy Honduras vibes. <laughs> he does like hella Honduras. Yeah. What? Yeah, they they should have they should have uh, added a slant or two in there. Oh no! no, 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 no. Oh no! Oh no! Man, it's just actuality, bro. It's actuality. It's not even a racist thing. It's like, oh no! You can tell somebody Asian by the eyes, bro. I mean, how I normally could tell if somebody's Asian is I can see it in their face, right? True. <laughs> that doesn't read Asian to me. That means reads Iranian or Honduras yeah. or, or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I'm, I'm sure they're going to have her uh, speak in, you know, in, in the Japanese dialect or something. <laughs> Damn. Oh, let me read this paragraph right here. Jay Young, a seven-year-old Korean-American girl. Oh, she's fucking Korean? 
I thought I said Japanese earlier. Okay, my bad. Nah, it just said it was just said Asian. Oh, okay. I think that's just where my mind automatically went to Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seven-year-old Korean American girl lives with her parents, siblings, and grandmother of Halamana in Korean. Will debut on the show's Thanksgiving Day special, seeing us come together, airing on November twenty-fifth. She plays the electric guitar and is in the band with characters Elmo, Abby Kadabi, and who the fuck is Abby Kadabi? Abby Kadabi is I know who that is. You have to have children to know who these people are. <laughs> <laughs> Abby Kadabi. We gotta look her up right now. I know it's a fucking woman puppet. Is it? Yes. Abby Kadabi, here we go. Probably some magician shit. I, yeah. knew, I fucking knew it. What the fuck? Abby Kadabi, <laughs> fucking magician. Yeah, it's like Abracadabra. Yeah. But Abby Kadabi. Abby. Abby Kadabi yeah. look like she be on that Abby Kadabi. <laughs> <laughs> she on that angel desk? Yeah. Hello, Abby Kadabi. She be out, outside in the pigeon coop. Abby <laughs> Kadabi. <laughs> You watch that history. You got kids. How does character be, Frank? Uh, I don't really watch it. Uh, to be honest with you, it's just like background noise for me. Um, once you have children, you'll have the unique ability to not pay attention to anything that's going on on the television, yeah. and just let them watch it. Um, because you know that it's of age for them, right? So you know that they can watch Sesame Street, and you don't have to worry about things yeah. that are on it. Um, <laughs> so yeah. But you know, uh, I'm a big ass kid, so when I have kids, I'm gonna be watching the shit with them. Probably saying the characters and shit. Yeah, but if I'm, I, I watch a ton of stuff with my kids. I but my kids don't really watch Sesame Street that much. I mean, it, every now and then. Um, so it's not their like their their go tos. Like I watch the other stuff with them, but um, Sesame Street they watch every now and then. Like, do you think you know, Sesame Street aged out? And they should just like. Nah, I think that I think that Sesame Street, you know, is plays an important role, um, you know, for education. And, you know, I mean, even back in the day, I mean, they 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 had attacked social issues and, um, you know, help try to help kids get a better understanding of what society is and what's going on around them. So I think it, it plays an integral role. Now, it's not as important as when we were children because we didn't have the ability to watch a bunch of shit. Right. Like there was a few channels we had to watch. So. You know, Sesame yeah. Street was like, you know, on and you would be watching fucking Sesame Street because it was on PBS and, you know, Arthur and, you know, Magic School Bus and all that shit came. That's the channel you you watch all the time. Um, but now there's so many channels and, you know, so much to compete with. But I think it still does play an integral part in, you know, helping kids understand, you know, what what goes on in the world. Yeah, they should have they should have they should have an adult Sesame Street calling no seed street. They had a, uh, a yeah, movie, like a, uh, they had a movie uh, with a bunch of Muppets in it and shit like that. Um, it was actually pretty that. funny. It was, uh, with something McCarthy, like whatever you know the uh, the chick is, but um, yeah, it, it was pretty fucking funny, man. So yeah, it would be great to have a an adult Sesame Street that came on like fucking HBO or something like that. And Larry David writes the show. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking tight. Hell yeah. <laughs> Street, bro. Ooh. Hold on. Sarah says the uh the Abby Kadabi character, she's always happy and cheerful like she's on something. Yeah, she's on the Abby Kadabi. <laughs> <laughs> Abby 
Dabby, 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 I mean, it, it, I can see how you could get that from that, right? Because Aqua, but it's Aquatica. It's a, it's a theme, theme, uh, water theme park down in uh, National City. Oh, nice! Hell yeah, Sesame, Sesame Street theme. Hmm. They should have a bar that's like Sesame Street theme, but like adult <laughs> Sesame Street theme. I'm thinking. Why are you Why are you trying to push this Sesame Street agenda on adults, man? What they paying you, dog? How much Sesame Street paying you, man? They paying me enough. I never revealed the amount that I ever get. <laughs> Sesame Street, I don't know this year. Out, you on the PBS payroll, dog. Yeah, bro. <laughs> if I was on PBS hey. payroll, I'd be in. I hit up Judy instantly. Hey, Judy, you want to go on a date? <laughs> hey, you realize you realize that uh, the Magic School Bus could be driving around in your anus right now. You would have no idea. <laughs> 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 I was just saying, bro. There was always in people's bodies and shit driving around. These niggas had no idea Miss Frizzle and all them goddamn kids was in a urethra. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my god. Jeez. Right, bro. They had no clue. No idea, bro. So literally they could be in your butthole right now, just driving around. It probably and- is in my test time because my stomach kind of feeling uh wonky. Your stomach always feeling wonky, nigga. No, I feel like it's feeling Willy Wonky today. Man, <laughs> bro, that's fucking funny, bro. Wait a that's minute. fucking hilarious. Hold on, bro. You know I gotta hit y'all with a lie, bro. Yeah, I was about to ask that. Hit y'all with a lie, lie of the week. Look here, if y'all don't know what lie is, let's investigate everything. Thing. Dang, there you go. <laughs> you told me, I was like, I ain't telling y'all. <laughs> yeah. Give me in my DMs. Uh, so I was watching, um, I was watching football, and this commercial came on, and it had organic beer. And I was like, what the fuck is organic beer? Well, I mean, I, w- I would guess. Similar to organic foods, that is pesticide-free wheat and barley, um, and hops that they use to make the beer. Man, I don't hear that shit. Is beer? <laughs> organic about it? That shit beer? How you fighting a nigga? Ready to slap everybody in the bar? Yeah. Organic oh, means you paying two dollars more for that bottle. That's what fucking organic means. <laughs> they act like niggas gonna be like. Drinking organic beer and be like, cross-legged reading the newspaper. I changed my life ever since I changed to organic beer. It bro, changed my life. We, need to, we, need to, we need to come out with organic water, bro. Change the fucking game. Bro, organic we be billionaires water. off the organic water, fam. Wow, just come up with a bullshit story. This comes yeah. from the iceberg that the Titanic hit. <laughs> Organic water. You feel me? Uh, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, bro, that's, that's, that's the lick right there, fam. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, look, 
anytime they 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 just slap organic on everything now. Like you know what I mean? It 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 just it's the wave we're in. People are more health conscious. Um, so you know, like them having like oh fucking you know zero carb beer and shit like that. Like I see commercials and shit for it all the time. It's like fucking beer, bro. Like yeah, nigga, load of bullshit. Hey. This all, all also got me thinking, like when you said that, like they slap organic on everything. I was also thinking, I was like, yo, what if the next scandal be that like a place or just certain a certain product said they was organic and they never was organic? Well, I, there is there's nobody like the the fucking Food and Drug Administration doesn't go by and make sure that all these places that claim organic are actually organic. They don't. Mm, so most of these companies are fucking lying about that yeah we would have no fucking clue you have no clue you have to just believe that it's actually organic right bro i'm i'm calling it right now y'all here it is thursday november 18 2021 that company fucking what's it called uh whole meats meat hole Whole Foods? No, the organic meat. Beyond meat? Beyond meat is going to be in a meat hole. Beyond meat is going to be in a scandal in the near future. Mark my words, people. Put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. Be- November eighteen, Beyond Meat and Scandal. Be two percent rat meat, bro. It's not gonna gonna be something. Watch, bro. They're gonna be like, this was never organic. Yeah, I'm gonna write this one down, bro. We're gonna write this one down. Now, Beyond Meat does not claim to actually be organic. They just claim to not be meat. Mm. That's their only claim is that this is not meat. This is derived from you know vegetables, which in a lot of cases, it's literally more unhealthy to eat that the, the fake meat than it is to actually eat real meat in, in some cases. So um Sarah talks to she said they have non-alcoholic beer. That's always puzzled me the most. Because beer is not that smacking where I'm like, oh shit, I want to taste beer right now, but I don't want to get drunk. Yeah. Like why are motherfuckers doing that? Like why does old duels exist? I know why. They people do it because they say it, it's like it gives them the same feel as like a drinking a beer, like when they at a bar or at a restaurant and stuff like that. They still want to feel like included in the drinking activities without getting drunk. But that's fucking stupid. That's what I was. If I want to be included in drinking activities, I'm going to be included in drinking activities. And part, the <laughs> most important part of the drinking activities is being drunk. That's literally the most important part of fucking drinking. <laughs> right? I mean, who fucking drinks just like, oh, this is non-alcoholic vodka. Like, that'd be dumb as fuck. That shit's gross. Like, nobody's gonna sit up here and drink non-alcoholic vodka. I'm sure there's some people who are addicted enough to it. Maybe that's the next, that's the billion dollar idea, Magic. Uh, the organic water uh, and the non-alcoholic uh, hard liquors. Organic liquor. Yeah, there you go. Non-alcoholic. Uh, well, can can liquor be non-alcoholic though? You could. They could fake any taste. Like, let the scientists. You know, if they can make a fucking gummy worm taste like 
fucking what well, uh, well, jelly bean. They make jelly beans fucking taste like pizza. Then they can fucking make whatever water and put enough chemicals together that taste like vodka. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, fam. They can do that shit. You just have to be willing to make the investment, man. You know what I mean? So if a dual, uh, what what kind of numbers is those duels doing? We could probably meet those kind of numbers when you're making that non-alcoholic vodka. You know what I'm saying? And then then you could tell bars to sell that like to the drunk people, right? So the drunk people they don't want to give drinks to, yeah. they can just hit them with the non-alcoholic shit right there, bro. Then you could that's the that's how you can that can be your sales pitch at the bar. What would be the the name of the non-alcoholic beverage? I got it. What? Wasteful. Think about it. What? No. What is the core? I don't. I. I don't want to think about this. But what are you talking about? What? Are you, like oh. what? Is it? <laughs> it's non-alcoholic, right? Uh, when you get drunk, you get wasted. Wasteful. Think about it. I'm gonna think about it. I'm gonna get back to you. I'll, I'll send you a, a a letter in three to five business days on my determination about this name. But yeah, man, that's our billion dollar idea, bro. You know what, what I'm saying? In the world, we we sell this to to all the bars and, and the, the the it's like, hey, you have those customers that want to continue drinking, but they get upset when you cut them off. Then this is what you give them. They still think they're drinking. They still have the you know have the taste of an actual you know alcoholic beverage but yeah. it's not quite bruh you you probably this probably be a good idea you probably uh to somebody in silicon valley like up in that area the tech area yeah they'll eat that shit up you, and that's what you call it not quite so not, not quite vodka quite. not quite vodka not quite uh fucking uh hennessy you know way better than wasteful yeah you got, yeah, not quite. Uh, like that. Damn. Mm-hmm. But niggas like to get drunk, so. <laughs> but they were, most of them that are drinking it are already fucking drunk, right? Yeah, they lit. So it's like, like I said, they're already drunk. They don't know the fucking difference. A lot of times they just give them water anyways. And sometimes they get upset because they realize it's water. And uh, sometimes they don't fucking even notice it's water because they just are so drunk they don't even realize it tastes different. Be fucking lit. But this is a fail safe. It's basically water. It just fucking tastes like vodka or a fucking cognac or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And you start sobering it up. Like, damn, this crazy liquor. This got me sobering up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not realizing you're just drinking some flavored water that's flavored like vodka. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure they could do it. If they could make this fucking LaCroix water I be drinking taste like motherfucking hibiscus, uh, they could make water taste like vodka, bro. They can't. Look at me. We need to link up with some people, bro. Yeah, let's that's just, what I'm saying, bro. This let's get this is... shit going, bro. Yeah. For real. <laughs> that not quite brand. Get the not quite brand popping. You know what I'm saying? Bro, that's actually a good idea, bro. I'm telling you. Uh-oh. Keep it on the rap though. Yeah. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> you know, I, I believe that our listeners will keep this in, in, in solemn and they won't say anything to anybody about this or try to make money off of our idea. Yep. Because if you do, we'll sue your ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we, we have the evidence right here, right now, that this is our idea. Yeah, we're John Gruden, your asses. <laughs> Instantly. Don't play with us. 
got the Don't play with me, bro. I come from my coins, bro. Yeah. Doing. <laughs> oh man, bro. You got anything else for me, bro? Nah, man. That's about it, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate your fucking time. This has been episode number 31 of the Magic Think Tank podcast. Now, if you guys are looking for us and you want to interact with us, you want us to present an article, please feel free to send it through. Sarah, we appreciate you always sending your articles through um, to us, but please send them through to any of our social medias. If you want to send it through Twitter, the Magic, the official Magic Think Tank podcast, you can send it through TikTok at the Magic Think Tank podcast or Facebook at the Magic Think Tank podcast. Either way, you reach out to us. If you want to leave a podcast message about it, whatever you want to do, do that. We will read it. We will talk about it. We will interact with you, but we definitely appreciate the engagement that we have been getting in that and the continued support from everybody that listens to us every single week, whether it be via podcast or it be via the live like you guys are on right now. So mm-hmm. we definitely appreciate you, man. Um, I am Frank, also known as Tank. Hey, I'm Magic, also known as Kamal. And we, again, as always, brought to you by Cover City Mechanical Inc., HVAC and Plumbing Services. Also <laughs> by 777 Clothing Line, and last but not least, first place loser clothing and apparel. Get your high-quality garments today. <laughs> now, uh, where, where can they find us? Look it. On YouTube. All you got to do is type in Kamar Johnson ENT. Bow! We pop right up. But YouTube been out since 2005. February 14th. I'm not going to tell y'all what to do because y'all know what to do. But for my potters out there, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, and we're on SoundCloud. All you got to do is type in the Magic Think Tank or Kamal Johnson ENT. Bow, we pop right the fuck up. Right the fuck up. Yes, sir. Hey, if you listening right now, catching us on our live, you about to listen down the line, watch us down the line, give yourself a motherfucking hand clap. Give yourself a couple of gosh, gosh, gosh. You are the shit. Yes, sir. Yeah. And 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 last but not least, to end this, I would say the next time you take a shit, get up and take a look and make sure Miss Frizzle and the Magic School Bus is not in that flying out the toilet. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Before we go, we got to start stressing this with our with our social media clips that we put on social media and stuff like that. Please, guys, share it. We're trying to expand. That's how we expand. Yeah, engage, engage, engage. Yeah, the clips that we put on our social media. If you don't comment, you don't like, share it. Share is actually the most important thing for us. And it costs zero dollars to share. Yeah. Think about it. Zero dollars, and it gets it gets the eyes on other people that might be interested in the pod. Because if you're interested, you got people that might be interested too. But you have to share it. Because there's people that you know that we don't know that would probably love to listen to this pod. And that's what I, I every I, after every episode, I'm gonna stress that. That's the main thing. Share, share, share. That's that's the main thing we need right now from y'all. Is to just share. So we, we share high quality entertainment to you, and you share out high quality to other people. It works just that simply, right? So yep. so share share in the the fun, sharing the laughter, sharing the facts, man. Uh, we're here for you again. We'll be around available for you next week for episode number 32. Uh, but episode number 31 has come to an end as of right now. So thank you very much. We out. Peace out, y'all. Peace.